Hello everyone, Miss Honeychurch here. How are you all today? I'm having a wonderful day. Pickles has come to me and asked if we can all read a story, as it's nearly their bedtime. He's chosen it today. Yes, yes, I've chosen it today. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. Peanut here. Hope you're super duper happy. Hey everyone, it's Pumpkin. We're all snuggled together in a yummy ball, waiting for Miss Honeychurch to read the story. Come on, let's get cosy. Let's get snuggly. <laughs> Pickles, what's the story today that you've brought? It's, it's called He Wouldn't Go to Sleep by Enid Blyton. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Especially as Pickles is sometimes a bit of a cheeky one trying to get him to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, maybe, Miss Honeychurch. Yeah, he stays up so late sometimes, Miss Honeychurch. I know he does. He's a bit of a stay-up, isn't he? <laughs> yes, Miss Honeychurch, but that's because I'm building my rocket. Okay, Pickles. What's the story about? Yes, it's about a frog. Ooh, a frog, hey? Hmm. I think we're going to enjoy this one. Shall we begin? Yay! Yes! Yes! He Wouldn't Go to Sleep by Enid Blyton Leaper the Frog was a fine fellow. He was five years old, so he was quite grown up and felt very proud of himself indeed. I am the biggest frog in the ditch, he said to himself. I have the brightest green coat, and I am sure that no other frog has legs as long as mine. I can leap almost to the top of the hedge. He couldn't really, but certainly he could jump very high for a frog. Once, when a rat was after him, Leaper jumped so high that the rat was afraid and ran away. Leaper was clever at catching flies too. He flicked out his tongue, which had a sticky tip, and caught hundreds of flies each summer. Once, a sparrow saw him catching fly after fly, and flew down beside him. How do you catch flies so easily? asked the sparrow. I would like to take a lesson from you. I cannot catch nearly so many as you, and I have four baby sparrows to feed. Teach me how you do it, frog. Well, it's quite easy, said Leaper. Look, I flick my tongue like this. Hit the fly and bring it back to my mouth on the tip of my tongue. Yes, but how do you manage to fling your tongue out so far? Asked the sparrow. Mine will only go a tiny way. Ah, but I have my tongue fastened to the front of my mouth, not to the back said Leaper proudly. You see, I can put it out much further. Look. He flung his tongue out again and hit the sparrow on the beak with it. Good gracious, said the sparrow in surprise. Don't do that. I'm afraid, Leaper, that I'll never be able to catch as many flies as you, because my tongue is fastened to the back of my mouth, just as the tongues of my children are. Well, well, you are very lucky, I think. Leaper had a lovely summer. 
It was rather rainy, and he liked it like that. His ditch was damp and cool. Flies buzzed everywhere, especially the big blue bottles. Leeper only had to sit under a dock leaf and wait for the flies to perch nearby. Then out would go his tongue, and fly after fly would disappear. Leeper grew fat. He found a great many green caterpillars and ate those too. He found a family of earwigs and had them for his dinner. He discovered where the slugs came out to feast after a rain shower, and he ate so many that he really couldn't manage even one more. Miss Honeychurch, he's so fat now, isn't he? He's really round. He is very round, isn't he, Pickles? Yes. Oh yes, Leeper had a marvelous time and enjoyed his life very much. He knew the mice that ran along the ditch. He often talked with the slow, wise old toad who lived under a big stone on the bank. He chatted to the sparrows and said, "How do you do?" to the hedgehog that sometimes came shuffling by at night. The summer passed. The autumn came, and acorns tumbled down in the wood. Blackberries grew fat and juicy on the hedges, and children came to pick them. The grass snake came wriggling along the bottom of the ditch, and Leeper got under a stone at once. The snake sometimes made a meal of a fat frog. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be around if that snake was there, Miss Honeychurch. Made me the peanuts. I can see you," called the snake. "But you needn't worry. I'm off to sleep. The week's away now." Silly fellow," said Leeper as he watched the snake wriggling away, going off to sleep in a hollow tree whilst there's so much food to eat. It was a warm autumn; flies still buzzed around, and Leeper had plenty to eat. But the nights were cold. The hedgehog came to say goodbye. "I have a cosy hole in the bank." He told Leeper, "I have taken dead leaves and moss into it in my mouth, and now I'm going to curl up in there, warm and snug, and sleep the winter away."、Mm. Silly creature," thought Leeper. "What is this idea of sleeping the winter away? I did it for four winters, but now that I am full grown, I shall do as I please. I shall spend the winter awake and eat all the flies there are." There will be no one to share them with, so I shall have more than ever. Oh, Miss Honeychurch, that doesn't sound good. It doesn't, does it, Pumpkin? Nope. What usually happens in the winter? I know. Hmm. Let's find out. Silly creature, thought Leeper. What is this idea of sleeping the winter away? I did it for four winters, but now that I am full grown, I shall do as I please. I shall spend the winter awake and eat all the flies there are. There will be no one to share them with, so I shall have more than ever. The dormouse hurried along the ditch, fat and brown. Goodbye, Leeper! He cried. I am fat and well, and I am going to curl myself up at the bottom of the hedgerow roots and go to sleep. Now that the winter is here, why don't you go to the pond as all the other frogs do? Because I am not going to go to sleep this winter," said Leeper grandly. 
It is a waste of time. I shall stay awake and eat everything by myself. How foolish you are, said the dormouse, and ran down a hole to its hiding place under the roots. It curled itself up, put its nose into its paws, and slept. The old toad called to Leaper. Leaper, go to the pond and settle yourself in the mud at the bottom to go to sleep. It is time. I'm not going to, said Leaper. I'm going to keep awake for a change. Why don't you keep awake too, old toad? I am wise enough to know what is good for me, said the toad, and he blinked sleepily. Good night. I am going to sleep now. Do not wake me until the spring days are here. Foolish toad, said Leaper, and he laughed croakily. Nobody is brave enough to keep awake. Well, I will be the first frog to keep awake in the winter. How I shall laugh at all the other creatures when they awake thin and sleepy in the spring and see me here fat and jolly. Oh, Miss Honeychurch, I don't like the sound of this for Leaper. He's being really silly. He is Peanut, isn't he? Yeah. Oh dear. Let's keep going. One by one, all the creatures disappeared. The bats went, the lizards were nowhere to be seen, the newts had gone, every frog was at the bottom of the pond, sleeping tight. The toads were under damp stones, the dormice had gone, and the snakes no longer glided along the bottom of the ditch. Oh, Miss Honeychurch, look, they're all going underwater. All the frogs are going to their hidey holes. They've all got smiles on their faces, ready for the winter, ready to hibernate. That's right. Well done, Pumpkin. Ready to hibernate. What does hibernate mean, Miss Honeychurch? Well, Peanut, hibernation is when animals go to sleep through the winter months. They don't eat anything. They don't move out of their burrow or their den, or their little snuggly place. They stay there for months on end until spring comes. When food comes back. That's right, Pickles. Well done. When the food comes back. Oh, and Miss Honeychurch, Leaper doesn't know that, does he? He doesn't, Peanut. I think he's about to find out. Only the rabbits came out to play, and the stoats and weasels hunted them. Oh, no! And sometimes the big rat came slinking along the hedgerow to see what he could find. The frog hid then. <laughs> Don't you let the rat get you, froggy! Don't let the rat get you, Leaper! <laughs> At first there were many flies for him, and even a caterpillar or two. The flies came to feast on the ivy flowers that blossomed late on the hedge above. Leaper caught a great many. He liked the warm autumn sunshine, but at night the frost came and put a white covering on the grass. Then suddenly, all the flies went. Oh no! There was a very hard frost one night, and every fly was killed. Even the spiders now hid themselves away in the cracks and corners. No one was to be seen. Leaper grew thin. For five days, he did not catch a single fly, nor did he find any grub or spider. He began to be worried. Perhaps after all, it is a wise thing to sleep in the winter, he thought. I wish now that I had gone to the bottom of the pond with the others. What am I going to do if no more flies come? 
no more flies arrived. They were all dead. A whole week more went by, and now Leeper was so thin that he looked half his size. I shall go to the pond and swim down to the mud, he thought at last. The others will laugh at me, but I can't help it. I shall die of hunger and cold if I stay up here. So he began to leap away from the ditch towards the pond. And he could not leap as high as usual because he was not so fat and strong. But at last he reached the pond. And then Leaper stared in astonishment. Something bad has happened to the pond. It was no longer water. He could not slip into it and swim. It was hard like the earth. What could have happened? Oh, Miss Honeychurch, Miss Honeychurch, I know, I know. Go on, Pickles, you tell us. It's turned to ice, Miss Honeychurch. The pond's turned to ice. Oh, no. The pond's turned to ice. That means it's hard. Yeah, it's not soft water anymore. It's hard. And can Leaper get through? No. Leaper hopped onto the ice, for the pond had frozen, of course. But no matter how he tried, he could not get through the ice to the mud at the bottom of the pond. So he hopped off again and leapt to another pond, he knew. But that was the same. It was quite hard and cold. This is most extraordinary, said poor Leaper. Why did nobody tell me that ponds went hard in winter? I never knew that before. And I didn't know either that flies disappeared in the cold weather. Dear, dear, I thought I was so clever and wise and strong, and now I find that I know hardly anything. The ones I thought so foolish are the wise ones. He hopped away from the ponds. He was frightened, hungry, cold and sad. He knew he would die soon, but it was his own fault. And then Billy, the spaniel dog, saw him. Yay! Billy was surprised. He was old enough to know that no frogs were about in the winter. He gently picked Leaper up in his mouth and trotted home with him. Billy had been taught not to hurt anything he picked up, so when he put Leaper down at the feet of his little mistress, the frog was not hurt at all. Oh, that's a sweet dog, yeah. What a lovely dog for being so kind to Leaper. Nora... Billy's mistress was most astonished to see the frog. Mummy, mummy, she called. Come and see what Billy has brought me, a frog in the middle of winter. Mummy was astonished too. She picked the thin frog up and looked at him. Poor thing, she said. He is half dead. Put him in your aquarium, Nora. Maybe he will sink to the bottom and sleep in the sand there. So Leaper was put into Nora's aquarium, and he was sensible enough to swim to the bottom and bury himself in the sand there. He slept at once, and there he still sleeps, for I saw him yesterday. <laughs> Wasn't it a lucky thing for him that Billy the Spaniel found him? Yeah. I don't think he will be quite so proud or quite so foolish next winter, do you? got a little shower to sleep under and there's a little girl looking at him. Oh, that was really kind of her to put him in her aquarium. He's all safe now, isn't he? That's right, he's all safe. And she'll release him when the spring comes. Yeah, she'll release him out and then he'll get to see all his friends 
And he'll get to say sorry that he was a bit foolish, wasn't he? Yeah, he was really silly, Miss Honeychurch. But he didn't know the answer, did he? He didn't know that the pond froze over. I guess no one told him. Yeah, nobody told him that. They told him to be careful and to go to the bottom of the pond, but they didn't tell him why, did they? He found that out for himself, didn't he, Miss Honeychurch? He sure did, Pickles. Next time, he could listen to his friends a bit more, couldn't he, Miss Honeychurch? Yes, I think that would be a good idea. Especially to the wise old toad who's seen it all before. <laughs> Maybe he will be a bit kinder to everybody as well in the spring. Yes, Pumpkin. I think he will. <laughs> oh, that was a nice story. I'm glad it had a happy ending. Me too, Peanut. Me too. It could have gone really bad for Leaper, couldn't it? Yeah. Do we hibernate, Miss Honeychurch? Bunny rabbits don't hibernate, no. They keep going all through the winter. Hmm. Biggles hibernates every night in his den, doesn't he? In his rocket pen. Yeah. I like hibernating every single night in my rocket den. He goes into the deepest sleep, Miss Honeychurch, don't you, Pickles? Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't even wake up, even though he put a carrot right under his nose. <laughs> I must be very tired. Well, you are still a little baby, Pickles. So little babies need their sleep, don't they? I'm not a baby, Pumpkin. I'm a big boy now. Okay, Pickles. I think it's time for bed now, everybody. I think you're right, Miss Honeydurge. I feel quite sleepy now. I'm going to go and pretend to be Leaper. <laughs> yeah, go and pretend to be Leaper, Pumpkin, under a cosy shell. You all set there, Pickles? Yeah, thanks, Miss Honeychurch. I'm all cosy now. Mm. And Peanut's already asleep. Aww. Good night, bunnies. Sleep tight. Good night. Good night. <sighs> good night. <laughs> and good night to you too, children. Sweet dreams. <laughs>